0: This is the message from Connection Community Church for this Sunday, August 25th, 2013. What business are we in? The restoration business. The message this week is being given by our pastor of spiritual formation, Lori Brown. Well, good morning, Connection Church. My name is Lori Brown, and I am the pastor of spiritual formation here at Connection and a sinner who's been saved by God's grace. Would you pray with me, please? Gracious God, we just uh, thank you today, for today, Lord. For each person who's here, it is no accident that anyone is here. Lord, right now we just ask that you would um, open our hearts, our minds, our eyes, our ears, our entire being so that we can receive the message that you have for each one of us. And Lord, we give you this time, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so we conclude our series, What Business Are We In? Today, we are in the restoration business. So while surfing the internet, I quickly found all kinds of restoration businesses. Those that specialize in the restoration of things like furniture, decks, hardwood floors, motorcycles, automobiles, art, paintings, antiques, historic buildings, and even entire communities. So check out this fancy name. There was, there is actually, a restoration business acceleration team in New York City that is specifically focused on helping to restore businesses that were damaged by Hurricane Sandy. Pretty cool. You know, restoration is happening all around us. So, the restoration business is about restoring, reconciling, renewing, recreating, and reviving things that have been damaged, decayed, broken, lifeless, or lost. Now, I can't say that I've personally intentionally ever wanted to work on a restoration project, however, my parents did recruit me from time to time under the threat of being grounded in a few restoration projects around the house. And these usually involved stripping off old paint and dirt on furniture and or window frames in the house. Now, I don't know why, but I always seem to get stuck with the window frames. And the purpose of this work was to remove the old layers of paint, the dirt, the junk that has accumulated over the life of the house, so we could enjoy and see the beauty and the luster of the original wood. So I'm gonna it was hard work right restoration is hard work paint remover turpentine steel wool sandpaper lots of patience and then there's that thing called the yuck bucket where all the junk that's being scraped off like goes into that bucket these window restorations man they like took hours days months felt like years um, But here's the deal. I never really enjoyed doing the work of this restoration. It was painful. It was slow. It was smelly. And there really aren't any shortcuts to it. I mean, we all love a good shortcut, right? No shortcuts when it comes to doing that kind of work. Now, there were a few prayers back then, even as an unchurched girl. Prayers like, God, please let this be the last layer of paint. Oh, my gosh. And I have to be honest, I did shed a few tears doing this restoration work. There were so many things I would have rather been doing than doing that work. I also have to admit that although I did a lot of kicking, screaming, and crying during the restoration process of those windows, I always always marveled at the beauty of the finished product those windowsills and frames man they looked really really good so i think the restoration process that i just described it sometimes mirrors the real life restoration that goes, that we go through at different points in our life and times, hopefully without all the kicking, screaming, and crying. Um, I am so glad God never, ever, ever gave up on me during those times in my life when I felt lost and lifeless. So the world has been in need of restoration ever since the fall that's recorded in Genesis chapter 3. So the cliff notes or the summary is that Adam and Eve, in their disobedience towards God, their sin, they ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. After, God specifically told them, don't do that. As a result of their sin, our humanities, our direct access, and our communion with God became distorted and broken. So loss, decay, lifelessness, and death entered the world. The paradise, the paradise that was enjoyed in the Garden of Eden was lost. Now, I'm thankful for God. I am so thankful that God loves all creation and wants all people to be restored to a right relationship with God. And the essence of This restoration of our right relationship with God and others involves a process of removing the junk that's accumulated in our lives over the years as a result of our sin. The sin in our lives is the stuff that separates us, literally separates us from God and others. We have layers of junk that's just stuck all over us. You know, we may not think we do, but others can see it, right? Can't they? Now, I know we don't like to think of it that way, but, like, I've had layers of stuff stuck on me. Things like selfishness. Like, I can't believe, even today, how selfish I can be. How about unforgiveness? Stuck on us, right? How many of us still have people in our lives that we refuse to forgive in our heart? What about anger? Any angry people in here? You know, anger. How many of us have carry that anger around instead of dealing with it in a constructive way? What about fear? You know, Sometimes it's fear of telling the truth, like when we know the truth needs to be said, or it's fear of doing the right thing, that we know that that's just what needs to be done. And this is just to name a few of the things that are stuck on us. Not to mention the old wounds, right? We all have old wounds and hurts that we carry around from the effects of other people's sin. That's a lot of junk stuck all over us. But the good news is is that God's grace, God's unconditional love and unmerited love for you and me has been with us in the midst of our sin, brokenness, and separation from God. Without God's divine grace and love working to restore us and clean off the junk that's on each and every one of us, we would have no hope. So wherever you are in your walk with God, from exploring faith to growing in your relationship with God to maybe being close to God or like fully Christ-centered, God's love, God's love wants to restore and remove all of the impurities that are covering up the beautiful masterpiece that you are that masterpiece that you are, that you already are, you are already a beautiful masterpiece, becomes visible as God removes the impurities and the sin in our lives. So it's because of God's great love for you and me and the world that God's restoration plan was put into action. And we read about the culmination of this in a passage that's familiar to many of us. It's in the Gospel of John in the New Testament, chapter 3, verse 16, which says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Let's say that together. For God so loved the world That he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Hmm. So God's restoration plan involved the sacrificial love of God's own son. Jesus, who willingly, willingly died on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins so that we could be cleansed and made new this selfless offer of god's perfect holy and sacrificial love was the only thing powerful enough to restore and make right bridge the gap the gulf the barrier between us and god so jesus paid the full cost of the restoration once and for all for everyone Now, when we believe and when we receive Jesus into our hearts, the junk that has been stuck to us, it really begins to fall away, begins to fall off and fall away. We begin to become restored with God, although our right relationship becomes restored right away, but the stuff that's been stuck to us begins to fall away, and then God shows us how we can also be restored to each other. So the biggest restoration I've ever experienced happened on the day I accepted God's love for myself. All it took was a really simple prayer. I said, Jesus, I believe in you, and I receive you into my heart. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Belief receive in my heart. I was literally changed and made right. And I was restored by that prayer. See, when we accept Jesus into our hearts, we are changed by the power of the Holy Spirit, which now begins to reside and live within each one of us. I think Paul says it best in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 through 20 And he has committed us, you and me, to the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though we were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Say that last line with me. We implore you on Christ's behalf, Be reconciled to God be restored to God Wow so when I became a new creation I began to be made clean as the impurities in me were washed away by God things like unforgiveness that I had in my heart anger greed I was so greedy self-centeredness fear These things became unstuck from me. Similarly, such a hard word to say, for me, how paintings are restored by peeling off the layers of dirt and grime and junk that's accumulated over the years. Jesus, see, Jesus is the master restorer. Jesus peels back the layers, right, that's on us that's covering up the beautiful masterpiece that we are today. The beautiful masterpiece when he first thought of us that we are, we always have been. Now this was true as me, with me as well. The masterpiece that God, that had been hidden by my sin, God began to reveal to others things like people you started to see, things like compassion and generosity and care for others, love and forgiveness, joy and passion. You know, these things finally began to be seen by others. See, God's desire is that the beautiful masterpiece that you are, that it would be seen out there in the world. Restoration is actually a lifelong process that we get to participate with in God. See, we don't have to wait until we're fully restored ourselves before we join God in his mission. When we actively share God's love with those we meet, we actually become restored during the process of doing that. And we as a church have a huge, a huge opportunity to participate in God's restoration simply by sending an Operation Christmas Child box to a child on the other side of the world. You know, as I mentioned, each box, it costs $7, so don't forget your little coin catcher thing. Sharing God's love and participating in God's mission to restore people really doesn't get any easier than this. Everyone can participate in this. Each shoebox, re- shoebox represents that opportunity for a child and their parents and a community to be restored to this by the saving blood of Jesus. The boxes are the evangelism tool that opens the conversation for transformation and restoration. So sharing the message of God's love and restoration with those we don't know across the globe and the people we know locally is one step towards partnering with God in his restoration business. Now as that, we're also, start, we're also supposed to work on restoring our relationship with those around us. And that restoration with others can look a lot of different ways a lot of different ways. One of the first questions you can ask yourself is who are the people in your life where there's a gap, a barrier, a wall? Do we have any wall builders? Don't we build walls? Or a separation Who are the people in your life where there's this separation that exists that needs to be restored? Who comes to mind? What areas of your life needs to be restored? So for me, in the past year, I've experienced the healing power of restoration with some others in my life. One is with my daughter, Kimberly who gave me permission to share this story. So when my kids were one and four, my relationship with my now ex-husband was severely wounded by the sin and the junk in our lives. This caused a huge divide between us that literally separated us when Kimberly had just turned four years old Every night before she would go to bed, when I would put her to bed, she would ask me, when are you and Daddy gonna get back together? When are you and Daddy gonna get back together? It broke my heart every night. I would look back at her and I'd say, I'm sorry, sweetie. I'm sorry, but that's not gonna happen now, I'm sorry. After about a year, she stopped asking the question. So this past December, Kimberly and I were together in a seminar and this memory came up for me. The Holy Spirit gave me a new awareness of what Kimberly really needed back then. I turned to Kimberly and I asked her, do you remember the question you used to ask me every night before you went to bed? She didn't have to say a word. Her eyes began to well up. She was shaking her head up and down. Yes, she remembered. And I looked at her straight in the eye, and I said, I'm sorry, sweetie. I'm sorry. I know that you needed your dad and I to work things out. I know that. The truth is... We didn't know how to. We didn't know how to do that. And if we did, we would have done that for you. We would have done that for you. And I said, I'm sorry, we weren't able to, because I know that that's what you wanted so much. See, after I spoke those words to her, we hugged for a moment. And when we hugged, it was like that separation that was created 17 years ago was healed in an instant. I had another experience of the power of restoration a few months ago with my mom who has Alzheimer's. You know, one of the Ten Commandments is honor your father and mother i had recently heard a sermon preached on this, and I realized that although I don't think I was dishonoring her, I realized I wasn't really honoring her the way God wanted me to honor her. I prayed, God, would you please show me how I can honor my mom? Well, in May, my mom began needing help showering, It was my turn to help her. I had never helped a parent shower before. Honestly, I was a little ticked off at my stepfather for his unwillingness to help her the way I felt like she needed to be helped. I kept thinking, that's his job. It's not my job, that's his job. Anyway, he is on my list of people that, relationships that need to be restored. I still need to work through that with him. But anyway, I prayed, God, please help me honor my mom when I help her shower. So that's exactly what happened. I talked to two people who gave me some awesome coaching and advice on how to help shower a parent. I spoke to her gently. I encouraged her. You're doing a great job, Mom. I help wash her hair. I help rinse. You know, at the end of that shower, she just stood there. She looked at me. Her eyes were welling up with water, but she had this huge smile, this huge smile on her face. And she just looked at me and she said, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Honor was restored to a mom that day. Honor was restored to my mom that day. This was actually one of the most holy experiences I've had the entire year. Now both of these restorations with my daughter Kimberly and my mom were priceless. Completely priceless. And here's the thing if I had not been restored to God, these other two restorations with my mom and Kimberly, they wouldn't have happened. They would not have happened. We must be restored to God first. Only then are we able, with God's help, to begin the work of restoring our relationships with others. We need the power of the Holy Spirit working within us as we partner with God in his restoration mission. So here's a couple of questions for you. Has your relationship with God been restored? If not, you can choose. You can choose to be restored with God today. All you have to do is say a simple prayer, similar to the ones I I said. Jesus, I believe in you, and I receive you in my heart. Or you can say another one in your own words, just letting God know that you want to be restored to him through his son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for your sins and mine. You know, if you're not ready to do that, my question, the next question would be, are you willing to talk to somebody about that? This restoration business, it's too important. Are you willing to talk to someone? Maybe you're willing to attend Alpha. Alpha's a great place to get some of these, to work through and, and get some of these restoration questions answered. Alpha is a safe environment to do that. Now, for those of us who have been restored with God, you know, the question for you is have you have you joined God? in God's work of restoration. How can you participate in God's restoration business this week, this month, this year? Who do you need to be restored with? Your parents? Your spouse? Children, friends, co-workers, classmates, neighbors? You know, who are those people where we've built that wall of separation in our lives that needs to be restored? And then after they come to mind, it's like, what do you need to give or restore to that person? Honor, like I did with my mom? forgiveness respect love and are you willing are you willing to ask god for help we cannot do this alone do not delay restoration restoration is priceless So let's choose to be restored to God and to one another. Let's live it. Let's believe it. Let's pray. Gracious God, wow. We um, thank you for today, Lord. Lord, um, we just thank you that you've already created us to be each one of us, a beautiful masterpiece. Help us, God, wherever we are in the restoration process. Help each one of us. You know exactly what we need, what, exactly what needs to be restored. Help us have courage and faith to walk through and be restored to both you and others. Lord, we thank you that you are, Jesus, the master restorator We thank you, Lord. Um, So help us step into your love and grace as we walk with you to restore what was lost, broken, and lifeless. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website, at www.connectioncc.org. You can also call our church offices at 302 378 7692. Connection Community Church connecting people with Jesus and the life that he offers.